Hare Krishna, everybody. Welcome back to the Sunday Feast program. So we're actually resuming the Sunday Feast program, but this is like a first trial run. And then next week, one more time, we'll do the same thing, and then we'll adjust the program um, based on how things pan out so that we can go back to the original Sunday Feast programs that we used to have before and actually develop it further from there because the idea was to develop it into a full Sunday festival program. So it's not just that we do the program in the night or in the evening part, but we do the program all day long. So different groups can take advantage um, because they're different uh, uh, demographics that actually prefer the program to be done in a different way. So we can do all of those in one day at different times and have everybody feel satisfied that you know their culture is being recognized and things are being done according to culture. Good example is, you know, we used to do Tulsi Puja every day in the evenings. We'll do that, but some people don't understand what it is, why you're worshiping a tree, you know, like that. Newcomers were coming in from the Western culture. They wonder what's happening, and we don't want to shock them like that. We want an introductory program that they can actually hear about uh, the message uh, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in a way that will allow them to become fully Krishna conscious and also go back to God, take initiation, go back to God like that. So today's program, uh, and the program thus far is that for 15 minutes we do a sit-down bhajan, but today we had few people, so we didn't do a sit-down. But normally if there's a larger crowd, we do a sit-down bhajan at 5, five o'clock. 5.15, a class is given. At 6 o'clock, we give some announcements, and after the announcements, kirtan starts again. And uh, so very nice to have you here today, Dhar Krishna Prabhu. So maybe if you don't mind, you can lead that kirtan. That'll happen from straight after the uh, announcements. And that kirtan goes on till 7 o'clock, and that's when the curtains actually open. The curtains will open straight after class. And this is because uh, um, uh, our spiritual advisors told us, they experienced it themselves, that when they're giving class and the curtains open, a lot of people don't understand the importance of the class, so they go straight up to the deities, and they meet the deities, and then they leave. And the, the class is a message from the Supreme Lord. This is the Supreme Lord's message. The Lord wants us to hear that message, and that's why he manifested this gone movement. Uh, at the same time, uh, all of the books that Prabhupada wrote was for the purpose that we would all chant Hare Krishna nicely and go back home, back to Godhead. So that's the message of the class. And if people don't hear that, then they think that the deity worship is independent of the chanting of the holy names of God, which it's not. And so they get to hear the correct understanding of Krishna consciousness. And then uh, we can reopen the curtains so that people don't come in and out for uh, deity uh, darshan. They come in and out to listen to the class. And then at 6 o'clock, the curtains open and announcements are made. And then after the announcements, kirtan happens. And the arti starts at 6.30, as we know, uh, uh, here. And so 6.30, there's an arti. 7 o'clock, the curtains close. Then we have tulsi, um, we have uh, nursing a pranam. Lord nursing there's prayer. And then after that, we serve the uh, prashadam out like that. And then some devotees stay back because they like to do more kirtan. They can do that at one time earlier on. During that time when the curtains were closed between 7 and 8 because the deities are being dressed, um, some devotees ran a japa session. They spoke about the holy names of the Lord and had people sit down and do japa. And that's fine as well. And then 8 o'clock, the curtains open again. And that time, people do do a larger sit-down uh, bhajan anyway. 
and that goes on till typically quarter to nine, nine o'clock, something like that, and then people go home for the next day, which is generally a work day for most people. Okay, so we'll start with the uh, uh, with our um, chanting of Jairadha uh, Madhava for for this class. So, Janan Prabhu, want to play the Madan again? Are you okay with that? Yes? Okay. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha Giribaradhari Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha Giribaradhari Jashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Jashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Jamunati Ravana Chari Yamunati Ravan Chari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Gopi Jana Vallabha Giribaradhari Gopi Jana Vallabha Giribaradhari Yashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Yashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Yashodanandana 
ಯಶುದಾನಂದನ ವ್ರಜಜನರಂಜನ ಯಶುದಾನಂದನ ವ್ರಜಜನರಂಜನ ಯಮುನತೀರಾವನ್ನ ಯಮುನತೀರಾವನ್ನ ಜಯ ರಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಜಯ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಜಯ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಜಯ ದ್ವೈತ ಚಂದ್ರ ಜಯ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತ ಬೃಂದ ಜಯ ದ್ವೈತ ಚಂದ್ರ ಜಯ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತ ಬೃಂದ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಜಯ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಜಯ ದ್ವೈತ ಚಂದ್ರ ಜಯ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತ ಬೃಂದ ಹರಿಬೋಲ್ 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 ನಿತ್ಯಗೌರ ಹರಿಬೋಲ್ ನಿತ್ಯಗೌರ ನಿತ್ಯಗೌರಂಗ ಹರಿಬೋಲ್ 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 ನಿತ್ಯಗೌರ ಹರಿಬೋಲ್ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಪ್ರಭುಪಯ ಜಯ ಪ್ರಭುಪಯ ಜಯ ಪ್ರಭುಪ 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 ಜಯ ಪ್ರಭುಪ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಗುರುದೇ ಗುರುದೇ ಗುರುದೇವ ಜಯ ಗುರುದೇ
नित्य गोपनंदे हरिहरिभो जय ओम विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिव्राज गचाज स्तोत्र श्रीमद हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस शिला भय चरण अरविंदम भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी महाराज शिल प्रभुपाद की जाए जाए इसकॉन फाउंडर चार्ज बीबीटी फाउंडर चार्ज शिल प्रभुपाद की जाए जाए श्रीमद भागवत गीता यथा रूप की जाए ग्रंथराज श्रीमद भागवत महापुराण की जाए श्री चैतन्य चैतामृत की जाए श्री श्री राधा कलचंजी की जाए श्री गौर भक्त वृंद की जाए नितय गौर प्रमानंदे हरि हरि बो All glories to the assembled devotees Hare Krishna All glories to the assembled devotees Hare Krishna All glories to the assembled devotees Hare Krishna All glories all glories to Shri Shri Guru and Gauranga glories to you Shila Prabhupada Please repeat after me Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya ओम ज्ञान तिमिरंधस्य ज्ञानंजन शलाकाया चक्षुरन्मिलितम येना तस्मै श्री गुरुवे नमः श्री चैतन्य मनोभीष्टम स्थापितम येन भूतले स्वयं रूपः कदामाह्यम ददाति स्वापदांतिकम वन्दे अहम् श्री गुरुः श्री उतापदकमलम श्री गुरुन् वैष्णवांश्च श्री रूपम् सागजातम् सहगना रघुनाथान्वितम् तम् सजीवम् साद्वैतम् सावधूतम् परिजनसहितान् कृष्ण चैतन्य देवाम श्री राधा कृष्ण पादान सहगना ललिता श्री विशाखा हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधु दीन बंधु जगतपते गोपेशा गोपिका कांत राधा कांत नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय वाचा कल्पतुर्भ कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतीतनाम पावनेभ्य वैष्णवेभ्य नमो नमः नमः ओम विष्णुपादाय कृष्ण पृष्ठाय भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामीनिति नामिने नमस्ते सारस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिने निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चात्य देश तारिने जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवास आदि गौरभक्त वृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जय श्रीमद भागवत गीता यथा रूप की जय ग्रंथराज श्रीमद भक्त महापुराण की जाय श्री चैतन्य चैतामृत की जाय शिल प्रोपाद की जाय नितय गौर प्रमानंद हरि हरि बो सो वेलकम एवरीबॉडी टू रिजम्पशन ऑफ द संडे फीस्ट प्रोग्राम फॉर दिस ईयर एज यू नो 
in September of 2022, on the day of Radhastami, we'll be celebrating the 50th anniversary of this temple. Uh, it is the day, the 50th anniversary of the installation of Sri Sri Radha Kalachanji. This temple was actually bought a year prior to that in 1971. And then it was developed. And at that time, this was the basketball court uh, for the uh, Christian church that owned this property. And the church was, as you can see, the other building is a lot taller. It was the church building. And Srila uh, Prabhupada wanted this to become the temple. This is what is called the southwest quadrant of the of the uh, of the temple. And the southwest is where the king lives, and the Lord is, of course, the king. Uh, he's the emperor, actually. So uh, they wanted this to become the uh, temple, and so this uh, whole structure was set up at that time in a way. At that time, there were cinder blocks around here. If you see the old photographs, they want these paintings, and uh, there wasn't this skyline. And it was a, a little bit of a different floor. But the, t- the altar was right there. And Srila Prabhupada would sit at the back where we see the swing is where Srila Prabhupada would sit. And then um, later on, the temple was developed, and particularly when Tamal Krishna Maharaj became the GVC for this place, uh, he arranged this place to be redone. And these wonderful pillars were brought in. This nice skyline was made. And then a very, very famous uh, paint, uh, painter, his name is B.G. Sharma, painted these uh, wonderful paintings. These are his largest paintings in the world. He's no more. And therefore, these paintings are very, very, very expensive now. Um, and uh, these are the windows to the spiritual world. So next year, uh, in September of 2022, when we have Riyadh Hastami, we'll be celebrating the 50th anniversary of the installation of Shri Radha And so as we go, we're going to be developing programs that will be more and more grand in their feature so that we can reach out to people and let everybody know that uh, they have an opportunity in their lives to practice Krishna consciousness. So what is it that they have an opportunity for in their lives? I was thinking in today's class I'd speak a little about that so that we can be properly centered in our understanding of what is Krishna consciousness so that we can understand why Krishna consciousness is very important for everybody and uh, uh, how we can actually encourage everyone to become Krishna conscious and so that they can become happy in their lives. And it's actually the only way that one can truly become happy because otherwise, as Lord Krishna describes in the first canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, that Lord Vishnu, who's lying in the causal ocean, when he breathes out, these wonderful universes come out of his, the pores of his skin. Each of those universes is very, very large. This is actually the smallest one. And it's actually 400 billion miles across, just in the center where the planetary systems are. And then there are other layers that actually make it into many, uh, it's described as uh, many uh, uh, nantillions of miles across. Nantillions come after millions and come billions and come trillions, quadrillions, uh, pentillions, septillions, uh, quintillions, septillions, octillions and come nantillions. So you can imagine... One nantillion miles is how big it is. And this is many, many nantillion miles wide across. Uh, and this is the smallest of the universes. And in this universe, there are innumerable planets. And there are 
three major planetary systems are actually said to be 14 divisions amongst them. This is one of them that we're in, and we're the lowest planet in that system. After us, the hellish planet starts. So all these are descriptions given in the Shrimad Bhagavatam. And so what happens is that uh, uh, there are days of what is of the person who is the creator. His name is Lord Brahma. And so in the night, what happens of Lord Brahma is that these living entities re-enter uh, into a sleep state. And then they reawaken in the morning. And when they reawaken, the energy with which they reawaken is called Kala Shakti. Kala Shakti. And Kala Shakti in the Vedas is described as the energy of ignorance. So basically we are born into ignorance. And as a result of which we think to ourselves that the purpose of life is actually to make money, to become wealthy, to become famous, and all the wonderful things that we're generally taught to do in this world. But actually the purpose of life is to go back home to our original home, which is in the spiritual world called Goloka Brindavan. And uh, so what we should do in this life is to make a preparation so that we can go back. This world is described in the scriptures as Durg. Durg means a prison house. So it's actually a place of reformation. We do belong to the spiritual world. We strayed away from the spiritual world because we wanted to experience what life would be like uh, separated from the Supreme Lord, separated from Krishna. And so the opportunity is given by Krishna to re- again learn about uh, spiritual life, to learn about love of God, and then return home because there we have great freedoms. We can do things there that we cannot do here. So these paintings that you see on the walls are actually uh, windows to the spiritual world. This is like we're looking out the spiritual world and witnessing what is happening in the spiritual world. And amazing, amazing things happen there because each person has amazing capacity to do so many wonderful things. Like, just give you a very small example. The painting that you see where I'm pointing to here, after the painting on this side, the next painting on that wall, is a painting of what is called Govardhan Leela. So in this Leela, what had happened was that Lord Krishna, when he was younger, he advised his father and mother that it would be better than doing puja of Indra would be to do puja of Govardhan Hill. And so uh, the parents, after a while, became convinced. So they did a grand uh, 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 service to Govardhan Hill, and they created uh, you know, an arrangement for him to have lots and lots of food, actually so much food, they said, that within 20 miles of that area, every grain of food had become used up, the waters had been dried out from the rivers so that he could drink as much water as he wanted. Amazing, amazing amount of food had been served, and he's just a devotee uh, of... Uh, uh, he's, he's just a, a devotee. Janada, you might sit here. Come and sit on this side, Janada, so that she can sit there. You get, Mother, you please sit there. Please sit next to your husband. There's space here, right here. That's Janardan's sister that's sitting there, Leela, so she's okay. She's happy. Uh, yeah, they're all happy. So uh, so what happened was uh, Lord Indra became very angry and decided to punish Krishna and to punish uh, Govardhan. So he created a huge system of rain and lightning and things like that, and he, he flooded the place so much it was not possible to live in the village. So Krishna, who was at that time a very young boy, lifted with his little pinky the hill of Govardhan, which at that time was huge, huge, huge hill. He lifted it with his finger for seven days so that it became an umbrella and he could shelter 
the residence of Brindavan. And then when he, when he did that, he created seven planetary systems below the hill, and all of the devotees went there and enjoyed in those planetary systems for seven days. And he made it such that they became seven days of Brahma. So you can imagine how long that period became. So they were like there for the longest period of time, totally enjoying themselves and, you know, being whatever they want to be and with complete freedom. So this is what happens in Golok Vrindavan. Everybody has amazing capacity to do so many sweet things. Here, we tend to be a little restricted. You have to wake up in the morning. You have to brush your teeth. You have to take a shower. You have to find some work to do so you can earn some money. You have to eat food. You have to breathe. You know, uh, so many things you have to do. You have no choice. If you don't do those things, unfortunately, life will become very miserable. So even if you live in the forest, you still have to wake up, you have to go to sleep, you have to tend to your food, this, that, and the other. In the spiritual world, it's not like that. Everybody is self-sufficient. They can go without eating food for billions of years, nothing will happen. They can stop breathing for billions of years, nothing will happen to them. Uh, not that they do, but this is the type of thing that happens. They don't need the sun and moon to brighten things up. Their own bodies have so much effulgence, this, that, and the other. So they're just amazing things. So Krishna is trying to actually encourage us why are you suffering in the material world? Come back home, back to Godhead. So, today's class, I was going to talk about why Srila Prabhupada set up this movement. He set up this movement so that, in short, so that we will chant Hare Krishna, and we will associate with devotees, and go back home, back to Godhead. This is essentially the purpose. He once, uh, you know, he asked the questions, why, why do you think I wrote my books? And the devotees around him were very intelligent devotees. And they were answering so that there'd be knowledge, so that people can come to know about Krishna. And he kept shaking his head, no, that's not why I wrote my books. And so they kept saying so many things, and he kept shaking his head. So finally they gave up, and Prabhupada said, I wrote these books so that you will chant Hare Krishna. I mean, what a powerful statement. This tells you the power of the chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra. It's written on the board here. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare, 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 Rama, Hare, Rama, Rama, Hare, Hare. So this is a verse that Shila, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wrote. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna himself. He came to show us how we can become nice devotees of Krishna and go back home, back to Godhead. Otherwise, it's very difficult to understand why Krishna does some of the things that he does. And he came to explain what it is that Krishna actually uh, you know, came to do. So, so as a result, he, I think she's trying to make sure that you also stay with your husband. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> musical chairs, sitting in the right place, <laughs> right time. <laughs> uh, it's Krishna's arrangement, actually. So he wrote eight verses called Sikshashtaka. In those eight verses, he explained everything there is to know about spiritual life, about how to live life properly, and and uh, how one can become perfected in life so that we are very happy in our lives. So, uh, you can sit down if you like. If you like to sit on the chairs there, on the seats there, please. Be comfortable, okay? Be happy. Um, so, this is the first of the verses he, he wrote, and I'm just going to chant the verse and then the translation, and then, you know, we'll talk about this. And if you want to chant along with me, you can chant along. Some of you know this verse. So, this is the verse. Cheto darpanam ajanam bhavamahadavagni nirvapanam shrekeirvachandrika vitaranam vidyavadu jeevanam. Ah, 
Sarvatmasnapanam param vijete shri krishna sankirtanam. Okay, so this is the verse. I'm going to just do something. The light's not working very well here. We'll do what is called the transliteration, which means for every word in this verse, we will translate it into English. So if you don't mind, you can repeat after me. Jetaha. Of the heart. Darpana. The mirror. Marjanam. Cleansing. Bhava. Of material existence. Mahadavagani. The blazing forest fire. Nirvapanam. Extinguishing. Shreyaha. Of good fortune. Kerava. The white lotus. Chandrika. The moonshine. Vitaranam. Spreading. Vidya. Of all education. Vadhu. Wife. Jivanam. The life. Ananda. Of bliss. Ambudhi. The ocean. Vardhanam. Increasing. Pratipadam. At every step. Purnamrita. Of the full nectar. Asvadhanam. Giving a taste. Sarva. For everyone. Atmasnapanam. Bathing. Of the self. Param. Transcendental. Vijayate. Let there be victory. Sri Krishna Sankirtanam. For the congregational chanting of the holy name of Krishna. So this is the translation and then we'll speak a little about it. So please repeat after me. Let there be all victory for the chanting of the holy name of Lord Krishna which can cleanse the mirror of the heart and stop the miseries of the blazing fire of material existence. That chanting is the waxing moon that spreads the white lotus of good fortune for all living beings. It is the life and soul of all education. The chanting of the holy name of Krishna expands the blissful ocean of transcendental life. It gives a cooling effect to everyone and enables one to taste full nectar at every step. So this is the first verse of the Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Sikshastika. And uh, so I'm going to say a little about it and then, you know, we'll talk about how this fits in. 
Om Gyana Timirandhasya Gyanan Janashalakaya Chakshuran Militam Yena Tasmeshi Gurave Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pishtaya Bhutale Srimate Tamal Krishna Goswami Nitinamini So here, the Acharyas, the Acharyas are those personalities who understood spiritual life perfectly. And so perfectly that they could practice that spiritual life perfectly as well and do one more thing, and that is they could explain it to others so that they can understand spiritual life perfectly as well. And not only that they can understand that spiritual life perfectly, but that they can actually teach it to others perfectly. So that's called an acharya. So so these acharyas, they actually prescribe that in this verse, this verse creates seven flames. Now flames do two things. They they burn and they also create. Like we can see that if a fire took place in a uh, uh, in a forest, then it can burn the forest down. That fire can burn the trees down. At the same time, we know that we use fire to make really nice food. Hare Krishnas are known for very nice food. We call it prashadam. In fact, we're known as the kitchen religion. In fact, I think there is no other religious system on the planet or anybody who has as many varieties of food as we have, even though we are totally vegetarian. And and also from every culture, we are in 180 countries of the world, and we know how to make nice vegetarian food in each of those cultures. You can imagine, right, if you had a restaurant and it could serve the culture, the food of one culture every day, it would take 180 days to finish just the variety. And that would not be the variety of each culture anyway, because just like if you take the Indian culture, the Indian culture has so many other cultures inside of it, the Gujarati culture, the uh, you know, Punjabi culture, the Bengali culture, and they have their own foods as well. And then they have their foods for summer, their foods for winter, they, they, you know, for the seasons, they have their foods for breakfast, for lunch, for evening, they have the drinks part of it. So you can imagine so much variety just in one culture, right? So all this, the preparation of that food is done using fire. Right? Using heat, fire, like that. So we can see fire does both. So what this fire does, this fire is described the fire of seven flames. And I'll explain the seven flames. We actually read through them. And these seven flames, what they do is they destroy our ignorance, completely destroy our ignorance, and equip us with the right knowledge so that we can actually become truly happy in our lives. Because in the Vedas, it is described, the Vedas are books of knowledge, that describe the purpose of life. And the purpose in the Vedas, uh, the purpose of life according to the Vedas is to be blissful and to give bliss to others, to be happy and to give happiness to others. Because our soul is constructed of three energies, Sat, Chit, and Ananda. Sat means that it is eternal. Chit means that it is full of knowledge. And Ananda means that it is full of happiness, fully blissful. So ultimately this third item, blissfulness, is the purpose of life. And so, so this, this purpose is actually achieved through these seven flames so that we can become truly happy because the Lord is our Father and just like those of us who are parents, we want our children to be truly happy, even happier than we are in our lives. This is a mark of a good parent. So Krishna describes himself in the Bhagavad Gita as Aham Biji Pradapitaha. I am the seed giving father of all living entities. And so he as the father wants all of his children to be completely happy. Like that. So what are these seven flames? 
So these seven flames are described as the first one that we read was that, uh, let me put this light on again. Lights are not as strong as they used to be at one time. Uh, so it's described that, let there be all victory for the chanting of the holy name of the Lord, Lord Krishna, which can, number one, cleanse the mirror of the heart. Now we all know that the heart represents the arena of love. This is why even in this world we say, I heart you, meaning I love you, right? So this heart is described as the, the seat of love. And so in our heart, we have two hearts. We have the physical heart, which pumps the blood, etc. And then we have a spiritual heart, which is sitting in the center of the chest here. In that heart, there are two souls. The little soul, that's, that's the, each and every one of the me in each and every one of us. And the, the larger soul is the super soul, the representation of Krishna. So Krishna and the soul are sitting in the heart. Now you might wonder, why do we say Krishna? Why don't we say Vishnu? Why don't we say whoever we might want to say? The idea is that Krishna is the original Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is described in scriptures. In the beginning, there was nobody else but Krishna. Then Krishna manifested from his right side, Lord Balaram, from his left, Radharani. Lord Balaram manifests the incarnations of Krishna, the expansions of Krishna, Radharani, expands the whole creation, the spiritual material world, and all the things and all the people in it, she actually manifests. So this is how everything works, like that. So when we actually pray to Krishna, you pray to the origin, the root of everything. Just like if you have a large tree and you want to water every leaf in that tree uh, and every branch in that tree, the way to do it is to offer the water to the root. Then every leaf, every branch will get uh, the water. And if you want to feed our body, then if we can get the food to the stomach, the food will reach every part of the body. The energy of the food will reach everywhere. This is the process. So this is why it, uh, the Vedas describe this uh, this process. And uh, uh, so here it says here, let there be all victory for the chanting of the holy name of the Lord Krishna, of Lord Krishna, which can one, cleanse the mirror of the heart. So cleansing the mirror means that we are now getting rid of the ignorance in our heart. So just like if you want to look at yourself in the mirror, if the mirror is dirty, then you won't see the reflection. So in the same way, the idea is the mirror of our heart has been covered by the dust of ignorance. And so, the chanting of Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, helps us cleanse the dust of the mirror. So now, we can be properly, we can properly see ourselves as reflections of Krishna himself. We are his reflections. Every one of us, everything and everyone in this world has been manifested by Krishna and is a reflection of Krishna. So if the reflection wants to be happy, how does we, how do we make the reflection happy? By making the original person happy. If the original person smiles, then the reflection in the mirror will automatically smile. So this is something that we learn from this. There's more, but let's just go through this so we know the seven flames. And then secondly, stops the miseries of the blazing fire of material existence. So in this world we see there is a lot of misery there's an ocean of misery. If it's not one thing, it's something else that's bothering us. Like recently, we had so much difficulty through the pandemic. So the pandemic caused us problems. Then sometimes our own mind causes issues. Sometimes others cause us issues. Sometimes the weather causes us issues. Sometimes the boss 
causes issues. Sometimes the employee causes issues. So all sorts of miseries are flooding this world. It's an ocean of miseries. So how do we actually stop these miseries of the blazing fire of material existence? We do that by chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. Then the third flame is that that chanting is the waxing moon that spreads the white lotus of good fortune for all living beings. Now, all living entities. So basically the idea is that in life, we're all looking for good fortune. Generally in Kali Yuga, people think good fortune means to be very wealthy. It is true that wealth will give a lot of happiness to people. There's no doubt about it. But wealth on its own doesn't fulfill all of the requirements of life. We still need love. We, I found many people who are very, very wealthy because I deal with a lot of them. Uh, and they're very miserable. They're still very miserable, even though they're very wealthy. Why? Because something else is bothering them in their life. Either the relationship uh, between the spouse, spouses, or the relationship with the children, or with friends, or the government is giving them some trouble, or something other is up in their life. And they're feeling very miserable. Like that. So, we're all looking for the white lotus of good fortune in our lives. So, the Hare Krishna Mahamantra actually gives us that. This is why, uh, if you speak to devotees who have been chanting Hare Krishna for some time, they will tell you that actually it is very true that in their lives have become much sweeter and much happier since they started chanting Hare Krishna. And that they would not, if I would ask the devotees, I'll give you $10 billion, just give up chanting Hare Krishna. I've done this in classes with full of devotees, and you all devotees too. Not one devotee raised their hand and said, I'll take the $10 billion and I'll give up my chanting. But they find that their chanting is actually giving them so much happiness that even billions of dollars would not actually give them that satisfaction. And this is the nature of the chanting. Now, why does that happen? Why is it that happens? The answer is given by Lord Chaitanya in a verse in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. He says, Kali Kali Nam Rupe Krishna Avatar Nam Hoya Sarva Jagat Nishtara. In this age of Kali, the holy name of the Lord, the Hare Krishna Mahamantra, is the incarnation of Lord Krishna. Simply by chanting the holy name, one associates with the Lord directly. Anyone who does this is certainly delivered. So we can see that it's actually the chanting of the holy names that actually gives us the association of Krishna, like that. So, uh, so this is why we should chant the holy name. And then, very quickly, the fourth is that it is the life and soul of all education. And we know how important education is in this world, right? It's where you learn what is good for you, not good for you, what can you do so that you can happy, have a happy life. So this one, this, so this verse says the fourth flame is that the Hare Krishna mantra is the life and soul of all education. And number five, the fifth flame is that the chanting of the holy name of Krishna expands the bliss of the ocean of transcendental life. So it actually is the one that gives us bliss. And not only bliss, but bliss all the way back to Godhead so that we can again become the full uh, capacity persons that we are in the spiritual world. We're no longer restricted that, uh, as we are in prison like that. And then the sixth flame is that it gives a cooling effect to everyone because here in this world we're all overheated. <laughs> so we need to chill. We need to cool off. So this gives a cooling effect. The chanting gives the cooling effect. And number seven, it enables one to taste full nectar at every step, which is what we want. 
We want real happiness at every step in our life, not that some steps go well and some don't go well. So these are the seven flames of the Maha Mantra. And so the Hare Krishna uh, uh, movement actually promotes this. This is the purpose of the Hare Krishna movement. So now we're going to have some announcements, and then after the announcements, we're going to stand up and and uh, we're going to chant Hare Krishna, uh, and the curtains are going to open, and the deities will get to see the deities, and then we'll do a nice kirtan in front of the deities, and you can sing and dance in front of the deities as well. So this is called a kirtan. And be happy, because this is the process. It is described that if anybody sings and dances in front of the deity of Lord Chaitanya, he personally promises, I will personally take you back to Godhead. I will take you back to that place where you will be not only truly happy, but you will be happy well beyond your wildest dreams. You can imagine whatever you want to imagine as happiness, and the happiness there is millions and millions of times greater than whatever you can imagine in your wildest dreams or most ecstatic dreams. Yes, Mother Nindim? Sure. Yes, yes. Right. Nice. That's true. We really, really don't. Even those of us who think we get it, and we're chanting all the time, Hare Krishna, we still don't get the potency, the full potency of the holy name. Because this is Krishna. How can you fully understand Krishna? Krishna is so amazing that as you understand him, you realize how little you understand him. Not how much you understood him, but how little you understood him. The more you understand him, the more you understand how little I really know Krishna. This is how great he is. There's an unlimited ocean of sweet qualities. And he wants, he's our father. He's our beloved. He wants us to be happy. There is nobody who wants us to be happy as much as Krishna wants us to be happy. If we take all the love of every person in this world and put it together, it would not add up to a small fraction of the love that Krishna has for each and every one of us. This is how great a person is. So today we have the opportunity, and this is the greatness of the Hare Krishna movement, it gives us the opportunity to actually experience this love, whatever extent you want to experience it, based on how much you really want to experience And then, over a period of time, you learn more and more and more. And now, you're able to help others also learn this, just like Mother Nandini is obviously convinced. And so in her conviction, she can now convince others like that. And so we should become convinced of the love of Krishna. And then that we can then give to others. And the love of Krishna comes in the form of this mantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Thank you so very much. Hare Krishna. Okay, so now, um, I'm just going to make a few announcements and then we'll start with the, uh, we'll start with the kirtan. Curtains will open. Curtains may open at any time now. Uh, as the devotees are ready to open the curtain, they'll open the curtains. Um, so, uh, on behalf of our presiding deity, Sri Sri Radha Kalachanji, and all of the deities on our altar, and all of the devotees of our community, I'd like to welcome all of you to this uh, a Sunday festival program. We used to call this the Sunday feast program, and then became a bigger program, 
And so we started calling it the Sunday Festival program. And uh, Daru Krishna Prabhu uh, one time was leading this program. And then you're the one who named it the Sunday Festival program, right? Okay, a number of devotees with you. Under your leadership, it became the Sunday Festival program. The idea of the Sunday Festival program is that one day, and we're hoping this year by the time our 50th anniversary happens, our Sunday program will start in the morning and run till the evening. So that all day long we're running a program uh, so that different categories of devotees and personalities who come here can all benefit from it in different ways and not feel that there's only one style of presentation of Krishna consciousness. We can have different styles of presentation so different groups of people can become attracted based on their own culture as opposed to just one cultural way of presenting things, you know, like that. So uh, uh, so this is the first, after we, in the pandemic, we actually um, stopped this program and we did, we went online totally. This is happening online, what you, what, uh, the camera's here, there's a camera there, there's cameras up here, that, and there's a camera at the back, they're all actually viewing what's happening and it's being live streamed right now worldwide. And so, What's, what's going to happen is that over a period of time, uh, more and more of this will be known to everybody. Right now, not everybody, even in Dallas-Fort Worth, know that this is being live-streamed and that they can see it online and that they can now come in person and also see it in person like that So and, and view it in person and experience it in person. So we're going to be doing that. And our next big festival that we're going to have after this uh, uh, which is going to be a huge festival, is the, is the festival of Govardhan Puja. So that's our next very, very big festival that we're going to have. In fact, there's one before that. It's called Dasera, which is Ram Vijayatsava. It's the day when Lord Ram declared victory in his battle with Ravana. That's called Ram Vijayatsava. So we're going to be celebrating Ram Vijayatsava, which comes uh, ahead of, uh, a number of days ahead of, of uh, Diwali and Govardhan Puja. But there's going to be a huge celebration. That's going to be in-person celebration is going to happen here. Of course, we'll have to do it in the park as well because we can't fit everybody inside this room. Whenever we have very large festivals, the temple room will be open, but the park will also have festivals going on so that more people can participate because this room is a little small. Also, at the same time, uh, we're looking this year to restructure the temple, the management structure of the temple, so that we can now come to the current state of where we are. We used to run the temple in a certain way in the past because that was the way that we were trained and asked to run the temple. But Prabhupada did expect that as time went on, structures will change to suit the public, to suit the way we do things lately. And so more and more devotees will now be participating in the management of the temple, taking part, taking care of different parts of what the temple is. And our preaching structure is, our outreach structure is, our outreach will grow much more powerful. And to that extent, I'd like to announce today that we are starting a new temple in North Dallas. Uh, and we're hoping it's going to be in Frisco. Uh, we're actually looking to land, buying land there. And right now, our, our people are looking for the land there. And, and they're going to buy, find the land. They're already devotees' own land in that area. And we're speaking to them too if they can just give us 10 acres of land. And would be our idea is to build a number of houses there so that devotees can stay in the houses, have their own apartments to live in. And then we have buildings where one building is dedicated just to singing and dancing uh, and that we're calling it song and dance therapy so people can come and they can enjoy singing and dancing and become 
happy in their lives. And another building, these are very large buildings, like this is a very small, the song and dance building will be 10,000 square feet, which will be 100 feet by 100 feet. You can imagine how big that is and how many people can get inside that building and have a nice sing and, da- sing and dance. You know, literally thousands of people can get in and do it. If you have been to the Mayapur temple, uh, the Mayapur temple is not 100 by 100, uh, any one section. This is so bigger than that. So there'll be another, the next building will be 100 square foot, same 100 by 100 for just food. That'll just be food, 100, serving food all the time, uh, doing different food programs. The third one will be like a bit of a temple and a meditation place and yoga and things being taught there. Also 100 by 100. So all these buildings are 100 by 100. The fourth building will be a like a library building, but there we're going to teach classes and things like that so people can learn what is Krishna consciousness. They can learn about a real life. And then the fifth building is a community hall, so weddings can happen there, kinsanera, dances can happen there, balls can happen there, things like that. Because we'll be there for all communities, not just the Indian community. So what happens is with this combination, uh, we will come closer to the culture of the United States of America. So everybody can participate in a way that's encouraging to them. And uh, the programs will run longer. They'll all be, again, live streamed all the time so that people around the world can see like that. And so, so actually... Uh, these are some developments happening. And by the way, the other centers also talking now. The devotees in Irving are talking about setting up a center in Irving and other places. So multiple centers will develop. This will be the mothership. This is where they'll get training so they can learn deity worship. They can learn giving classes. They can learn kirtan. They can learn different things. And then they go out and do it in their own areas. So people can come to their places closer to themselves. They don't have to travel as far as to come here. And this is a very small building we don't want to break it down. One idea was break it down, make it bigger, but actually we will lose its charm if we do that. This building has a lot of history, a lot of history, a lot of sweet history. The energy you're feeling inside here is the result of all of the wonderful devotees who have practiced their Krishna consciousness, done singing and dancing, heard classes, so many wonderful things that have happened in this small space. It's now become imbued with that energy, right? So we don't want to lose that energy. We want to maintain that energy. So then it'll have to be a smaller one, which means fewer people can be here. And of course, when the crowds become bigger, we're going to start moving crowds so that you can move and come and go because unfortunately everybody can't stand here all the time. Today we are very fortunate. You can sit here, hear a whole class, have a lot of darshan, take advantage of it while you can because it is going to become very busy. You know, We are finding new and new ways of opening up and doing things in a way where the crowds can come in and do things in a very nice way. Okay, so... Uh, thank you all for coming. For those of you who have come for the first time, if you can put your hands up, first timers. Yes, very nice. Can you just uh, tell us a little about yourselves? Ma'am, go ahead. Vidaksha, yes. Born in Nepal, nice. Okay. <laughs> 